Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life Hello better. and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. How's everyone doing this week? I hope you had a fantastic week and I welcome you back to the show. I wanted to take care of a couple of housekeeping things. I could really use all of you listeners' help with a couple of items. One is when you go to the website spondypodcast.com, go ahead and if you can and have not already, leave the show a review on one of the links that I provide for show reviews. That would be fantastic and would be just phenomenal to see some more reviews come popping up for the show. The other is I really want to thank all my Canadian listeners. Y'all set a record and crossed 10,000 downloads this week. And Australia and England are not too far behind you. So it's great to see the numbers just ramping up. And thank you. And and again, thank you no matter where you are in the world listening. We're all in this together and it's great to have you here. So today I want to tackle fatigue. That crushing feeling of just being so tired some days, many days in, in some of us cases, where you just don't want to do anything, have no desire, ambition, whatever term you want to use. It's just, it's this constant, never-ending battle against fatigue. But why do we have it? What is causing it? Well, generally it's thought to be the inflammation that our bodies are dealing with. But how do we manage it? How do we try to work against it when some of the medications we take are causing the fatigue? I know myself that I personally get such bad fatigue, and some of mine is hormonal when I'm low on my testosterone. Others are if I get a bad night's sleep and I don't wear my CPAP mask. There's a couple things that can tag in there, but there's a number of things that we can look at. Why do people with axial spondyloarthritis have such profound or debilitating fatigue? As we all know, we're not alone in dealing with this. This is something that crosses the gamut for all of us dealing with uh, axial spondyloarthritis. It's been said that up to 80% of people with inflammatory arthritic disease of axial spondyloarthritis have overwhelming tiredness that does not go away with rest or sleep. Next to chronic pain, fatigue is one of the most challenging and least studied symptoms of spondylitis, according to the Spondylitis Association of America. It says some 75% of those with AS, the most common form of this disease, which they're talking about ankylosing spondylitis, but this really covers all of it, is that struggling with fatigue can be so severe that for some folks, it can even be hard to get out of bed in the morning. Unlike the temporary tiredness that comes with the intense workout or a long day, arthritic fatigue is unrelenting. And you know that once you've been hit with it and dealt with it, it's just that constant grind. You're never able to feel like you get up with any type of rest, even sitting where you think, oh, I'll sit down and I'll, I'll relax for a little bit and, and get some energy back. Doesn't work. It's just a constant grind. It can get worse with flares and it can dramatically alter our quality of life. As some people have said, tired is my new normal. One person came in and said, I've turned into Rip Van Winkle. What does spondylitis fatigue feel like? Well, the experience of fatigue with axial spondyloarthritis, which is the umbrella term for this class of chronic conditions involving inflammation of the spine and pelvis, is different for everyone. 
Some of the people have described it as, I can power through pain, but this exhaustion is tough. Tired isn't the word. It's run down, lacking energy, feeling stressed, on edge, yo-yoing through the day, feeling dead on my feet, tired and brain fog today, another lost day. Feels like the drain plug has been pulled and I'm sitting on empty. And some it's pain all day, every day. It's exhausting. So what are some symptoms of spondylitis fatigue? Well, lacking of energy is the primary feeling. Spondylitis fatigue encompasses many other symptoms, including mood-related disorders, not typically associated with normal exhaustion. These can include sleep deprivation, lethargy and restlessness, muscle weakness, brain fog, apathy, depression, anxiety, headaches, frustration and anger, poor memory or forgetfulness, feelings of failure or lack of confidence, difficulty concentrating or making decisions, decreased productivity, and decreased interest in social activities. So if having and just dealing with axial spondyl arthritis isn't hard enough, when you tag in all these items that can summer, all of them can hit you for the fatigue portion of it, it's a wonder any of us sometimes even leave the house. We know a rheumatologist can diagnose whether your symptoms are a response to overexertion or an indication of you know this underlying disease. One of the things that we look at as far as how to fight it is we look at low energy levels. We'll feel great one day, you know, can't get out of bed the next. Can cause boom or bust cycles that make it hard to lead a normal life. One person said, I have sleep marathons followed by a day or two of energy. I embrace the good days and dread the bad. When you flare, your body works so hard fighting inflammation, it causes exhaustion that can last days after a flare, explained another person. Interrupted slumber. Pain keeps many people awake all night. Even after logging a few hours of sleep, many wake up tired the next day. One person said, after nine hours, I get up, eat breakfast, then go back to bed for another three or four some days. I don't get up again until 4 p.m. I can't sleep that long. If I go to bed around midnight, I'm up by six the next day because I just can't lay in bed any longer than that because of the pain. Catnaps are essential, some say. One person said, I'm a professional napper. One person also carried on and said, I need at least two naps a day. If I don't get a nap each day, I feel like a zombie. Another item that you can have issues with is daily task struggles. Fatigue can prevent many people from doing their daily chores. One person said, I can't clean house or cook. I try to dust a little, then pay for it later. Another one said, my husband now does 99% of the grocery shopping. Another member was so exhausted, she fell asleep waiting in the parent pickup line at her son's school. A guy knocked on a car window to wake me up, she said. It was so embarrassing. Here's one which is sleeping on the job, and this is one that hits me quite a bit. Job performance often suffers when fatigue and accompanying brain fog show up for work. Up to 90% of people with AS become work disabled over time, according to the largest longitudinal study fatigue and work impairment. I stop scheduling morning appointments with clients, one person said, because I'm so tired. Even if I have a long to-do list, I nap when I can. And that's something, you know, I look at for both housework and work, going to work. It's not unusual. I will fall asleep at work. That's fairly common. And I don't know if, you know, I... Either my bosses haven't seen it yet or haven't said anything, but it, it's not long. I don't sleep forever. I just nod off and wake right back up. But it's still, you know, I feel terrible doing it. As far as work around the house goes, well, that is being on a cane. I have to use my cane to maneuver. So if it takes able-bodied person 20 minutes to clean a kitchen, it's going to take me 40, 45 minutes to clean that same level of 
mess only because of having to stop, move around slower, only use one hand, whatever it might be. Another thing that we can deal with is depression. Many talk about mourning their old lives and achievements. One person said, I used to make the Energizer Bunny look lazy. Now I'm not even remotely close. Another lamented, I used to be the life of a party. Now that's over. We can feel moody and depressed. You know, it's just when you're in chronic pain or you're have no energy, even the thought of going out can be exhausting and cause you to just say it's not even worth it. And it also can play into strained relationships. You know, when you look at partners that you might have, if you're not able to continue to carry on, there's things that they want to do and want to achieve. And it can create a friction in that relationship when you're just not able to always keep up and go, 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 go. So it's something that you really want to work hard at in a relationship. And hopefully your significant other can understand what you're dealing with. So what causes some of this spondylitis fatigue? Well, fatigue is typically caused by any one or more factors, including inflammation, underlying health conditions, it can be medication side effects, it can be even just the flat old old stress of coping with chronic conditions and poor lifestyle habits like our diet. So let's look at inflammation. Studies have shown that unmanaged disease activity is the primary driver of arthritic uh, fatigue. The body uses energy in the form of proteins called cytokines to fight the disease, much the way it would battle a virus or a flu. It's like constant, vicious, internal fighting going on where your body is going after itself and this is creating the fatigue, the, the tiredness that you encounter. Another thing can be anemia. Anemia and fatigue are common complications of AS. When cytokines are released, they decrease levels of healthy red blood cells that carry oxygen to the body's tissue making you feel tired and weak. So make sure you're taking any iron pills if your doctor prescribes them to you, vitamin D, and anything else that you might be lacking in your body to help to keep anemia or any other types of issues at bay. Another thing that we can all fight is sleep deprivation. Well, that's easier said than done. Um, studies have shown that more than 50% of people with spondylitis have a sleep disorder such as sleep apnea. That's me. I'm overweight. That weight is in my gut and chest. And as such, it creates an issue with my sleeping. And so I have a sleep apnea and I have the machine to the CPAP machine to wear. Lack of sleep can increase pain, causing more sleepiness that leads to more pain. For two to five weeks, I can't sleep at all, said one person. Then I sleep for a solid week, waking every hour for 10 to 30 minutes, which I'm back to not sleeping again. So it can be a vicious cycle for that person. Another item is medications. Certain drugs prescribed for spondylitis can create or worsen exhaustion. Corticosteroids such as prednisone, which are often prescribed to control flares, uh, can cause fatigue-promoting side effects such as brain fog, anxiety, and sleeplessness. Many pain medications and antidepressants can also contribute to low energy levels. Make sure that if you're encountering this, Talk to your doctor so that they can look at the medications you're on and if there's alternatives and if it's something you might just have to, to deal with for reduced pain. Again, you have to keep your doctor involved in all this so that they can help you do the right treatment plan for you. There's also other underlying conditions. Fatigue is often an indicator of an underlying disease. You know, Many studies have shown that up to 40% of people who reported chronic fatigue symptoms to their doctors were later uh, diagnosed with things like fibromyalgia, diabetes, 
Parkinson's, lupus, or any another medical condition. So again, let your doctor know because it might be more than just fatigue going on. It might be your body trying to let you know that there's something else that you're dealing with. Also, depression is a real bad one. This condition can lead us to be more depressed and it makes it hard to continue with the normal things that you enjoyed in life before. Your quality of life goes down and the depression can set in. So it's very hard to fight that. And you have to let your doctor know if you think you're dealing with any type of depression related to fatigue. People with chronic pain are more likely to suffer from depression than the general population, as we mentioned. Whether it's pre-existing or caused by the stress of fighting a chronic condition, depression can lower energy levels, disrupt sleep, and cause exhaustion. So pain and depression also feed on each other, further worsening the fatigue. So what are some of the science-based tips for treating and managing fatigue? Well, there's no cure for spondylitis fatigue. Recent studies that are being done have found that medication lifestyle changes and other pain management strategies can help to control inflammation and improve quality of life. They include biologics, things like anti-TNF therapies. Uh, Researchers have found that biologic therapies such as anti-TNF, which are the tumor necrosis factors, reduce fatigue in about a third of people with spondyarthritis. Some antidepressants have also shown promise, meriting further study of mood-regulating uh, drugs for energy management. Psychological therapy can also help. Alongside medications, you know, there could be interventional therapies such as mindfulness-based stress reduction, cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, those are all proven to help treat depression, anxiety, and fatigue. Gentle exercise is another option. Now, if you're in a position with your AS that you can do heavy exercise, do it. It's probably not going to hurt you. If you're not in a position, consider gentle exercise, which can help to also release feel-good chemicals in the brain, which is a natural fatigue fighter. It also feels better than resting for people with spondylitis. So it's recommended that you keep moving, according to the arthritis website, Creaky Joints. There's things like restorative yoga, tai chi, Swimming, walking, stretching, and other gentle physical activities are recommended for people to help to promote uh, movement, stretching, and just overall feeling better. Another good thing is sleep hygiene. What's that? Well, we all need good sleep. So avoiding caffeine before bedtime, making sure that your phone is not near you when you're sleeping, making sure that you don't go to sleep with the TV on, uh, blocking out light or noises if you can. Those are all important things to do. If tossing and turning persists, ask your rheumatologist to prescribe maybe some gentle medication to help you drift off. Those are all options that are very valid as you try to continue to get more sleep. Another thing might be to look at your diet. There could be things like incorporating some or all of the anti-inflammatory diets that are out there. No diets can cure or treat fatigue by themselves, but adopting an anti-inflammatory approach may help. That includes fruits, veggies, whole grains, legumes, and other energy-boosting foods. One person went on to say, I'm on a keto diet. I don't feel as tight as I did. That can be a combination of also just possibly losing weight as well. So remember, drink lots of water. And also, if you're taking caffeine, usually late at night, try to avoid doing that. With that, make sure that you also talk to your doctor if it's legal in your area. Maybe to help you sleep at night, you might look at edibles some CBD tinctures. Those could help whether maybe it's if you're deficient in vitamin B or vitamin D, maybe some of those have been causing fatigue. And when you get those back up, your fatigue level goes back down. 
So again, you're not alone in this. Go out to the Spondylitis Association of America, the Canadian Spondylitis Association, or any of the other ones that are available to you, and look to see what types of treatments are available for fighting fatigue where you're located. And if you have further questions, don't hesitate to talk to your doctor. That's what they're there for. Let them know what you're dealing with. And with that, thank you for joining. I really appreciate it. And again, don't forget, if you get a chance, please leave the show a review and have a wonderful week.